Hello again, friends. Thank you so much for joining me here. It is Greg with the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. Thank you for being here and spending a little bit of your day learning something new. We are here to share wisdom gained from time spent in nature with a dose of inspirational and empowering stories of everyday people that move through uncharted territory, both literal and figurative. I hope you are as excited as I am to get to this week's episode. Here we go. Hello again, friends. Thank you so much for joining me here at the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. I appreciate you spending a little bit of time hanging out with me today, wherever you are listening from, whatever you're doing. I hope it is, it is or has been or will be a fantastic day full of sunshine and lightness in your life. And all right, today's topic, kind of exciting, kind of interesting. I in some ways, it seems like forever. In other ways, it does not seem like it's been five months since I disconnected from social media. Five whole months. That's, yeah, just interesting to think about that. That was just before Christmas time, five whole months ago. And I thought, hey, why don't I do a quick little update, people, on how that's going, but also uh, talk about some of the benefits, some of the things that, uh, reasons you may wish to consider doing a disconnect of your own um, from all media, all electronics, anywhere from maybe half an hour or an hour to a day uh, or longer. So, all right, let's kick it off. Uh, how's it going? Well, you know, not being on social media, uh, there is uh, less screaming that I'm aware of, less bickering, uh, less uh, attention grabbing going on in my awareness. Um, that's been great. Uh, at the same time, I have uh, not had a lot of contact with a lot of people that I used to have fairly frequent amount of contact with. Um, definitely have missed some of the messages or seeing some of the adventures that friends of mine, acquaintances, people that I followed have been up to, uh, where they're going, what they're doing. <clears throat> Actually was something I looked forward to, to seeing, Hey, you know, what's the weather like in Oregon? Uh, what's happening in Mexico city? Um, you know, what are the, what are the trail conditions down in Durango? Um, there's a lot of stuff that I realized I have lost some awareness of, um, which is a little bit sad and definitely losing contact with some people, but, uh, there are always other ways. Um, <clears throat> You know, we've always got the, the email or text messages or things like that. So it's just uh, approaching things from a different way. But it definitely has been a bit of a change. Um, yeah, it's fairly fairly balanced right now. Uh, on that note, I thought, uh, you know, why don't uh, why don't I go go into some of the the benefits of disconnecting? Um, whether that's something you choose to do. If you haven't listened to some of the reasons why I disconnected from social media, um, the the first thing that got me thinking about it was meeting up with a friend of mine uh, down in Washington uh, in February of 2020, and just hearing the the difference in her life of taking one day a week, generally on a weekend, to just unplug from the phone. And I thought, heck, that's kind of a cool idea. That's pretty neat. And uh, I actually started doing it back at that point just spending a day, whichever day I wasn't uh, working at that job, which doesn't exist anymore, I um, would uh, just disconnect, be, be away from the phone, uh, not look at it. And that was quite quite an enjoyable experience. You really are able to just be, be quiet, feel quiet, uh, release some pressure as you were. 
as you will, as it were. But uh, okay, so uh, what are what are some of the things that uh, you may notice if you do do disconnect? Some of the benefits of disconnecting from media sources, whether that's uh, for an hour, for a week, for a day. I started off just saying, "Hey, I'm going to take a break from social media," and here we are, five months later. Um, I will add, it has been a bit of a challenge building a podcast audience without dumping stuff on the various social media platforms but that's okay uh it's word is still getting around and uh there's a lot of benefit to this so i enjoy it i'm having fun gonna keep doing it but okay um so the first thing is when you are disconnecting from media it generally opens up space in your life one thing that I had noticed and was aware of was how many different notifications I was getting a day that would require attention or would register to subconscious level. So, you know, even going out for a run, it'd be, oh, hey, there's a ding from one social media. Oh, there's a cricket from another social media. Oh, there's a ping from a different type of media. And uh, it was a lot. It was uh, there's a lot more space because I'm not don't have that mental chatter going on of you know wondering who it was that messaged uh, what was going on is this something that needs needs a response immediately uh, you know perhaps something uh, going on with a family member or a, fr a close friend or is this something like hey dude I just saw this hilarious meme and sent it to you haven't heard any said anything to you for two months but uh, check it out um, you know totally different but it's it's not having that that energy to you know i'm not constantly wondering what these these things are because haven't been looking at them <clears throat> uh another thing is um you know when we are disconnecting from media sources or social media you uh generally have time to uh do something else as i said there's more space in your life but you have time to perhaps get outside <laughs> Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast, we focus on benefits of time in nature, but uh, you can get away from get outside. And uh, also when you are disconnected, you are away from the noise. There is a lot of different things vying for your attention uh, in a variety of ways, whether it's screaming at you, whether it's trying to get you to uh, dislike your body for some reason, um, whether it's trying to, to engender a fear of missing out on something, um, whatever it may be, you know, you can, uh, when you're away from it, you don't notice that as much. You're not aware of it as much. I couldn't tell you anything going on with new cars or new iPhones or laptops or whatever else people are, are thinking about because I haven't been exposed to that for quite some time now. Uh, as well as once you're away from all that noise, uh, you get a chance to be quiet. You get a chance to connect within, and you maybe have some space to breathe without, hey, having the ping going off or having just that other type of noise. And ironically, as I say that, there's a little tiny plane going directly overhead, so you may even hear some engine noise. Uh, I'm going to actually extrapolate this out a little bit and add that, you know, this uh, media... Media disconnect or electronics disconnect, social media disconnect, whatever you want to call it for every amount of time. Um, you can also expand it out into if you're in an urban area, getting out of the urban area for, hey, an afternoon a week, uh, a weekend camping, things like that. It's a great way to get away from that. 
Uh, on that note, you know, cities and some of the media sources, it's a frenetic energy. There's there's always a source of tension. There's always something to be scared of, something to be uh, to just pocket into your awareness. Um, you know, the anything of a variety of number of things. I guess I'll go with something simple here because, you know, it's it's springtime. There's animals out on the prowl. I actually chased a bear a couple of days ago. Um yeah, there's uh, you know a lot a lot of things that uh, my perspective being very different on that. You should check that podcast out if you didn't get a chance. But um, you know, not having that media, there's a lot of focus in media on portraying certain things in uh, one way, which is generally at odds with most people's experience. But it can very very strongly impact the perception of how interactions can go. Um, all right, but we're gonna get back on track, dude. We are disconnecting. So when we are disconnected, it gives us a chance to relax. You know, I said there's no dings, there's nothing going off. You're not looking around to see what the scrolling is, what's going on in the, the 30 second ticker, what's all that stuff, who's winning the game. Um, your nervous system can relax. You can decompress. You can activate the parasympathetic nervous system. Oftentimes, this happens when we are out in nature anyways, but if we don't have a media source or don't have an electronic source around us, if we are out camping and decompressing, hey, poof, you just feel better. Uh, some people may even notice this just walking from an urban street or a rural street uh, into a grove of trees, and then all of a sudden you're aware that, hey, the energy has changed. There's a shift here. It's, a, it's supportive energy coming up from nature. There's a ton of different ways that Gaia, Mother Nature, the Earth is supporting us and nurturing us. We've talked about this a lot, some of the earlier podcast episodes. Um, feel free to check them out. But there is that support all around us. As well, when we do disconnect, uh, we, um, we're able to see things a little bit differently. Um, now, what I mean by that is, you know, you think of, hey, you're you're watching something on television or you're watching something on your phone or looking at even looking at your phone screen. There's a lot of colors on there. And yeah, some of them are very representative of what you see in real life or in the natural world. But we don't generally see neon colors or fluorescent colors existing when we are out in the desert, when we are out on top of a mountain. Those are uh, they don't exist in nature. So it's, it's super interesting that once we get away from those synthetic, human-made, artificial colors, artificial sounds and things, that uh, we start to realize, hey, wow, you know, what may have at one point seemed to be a drab green because there's all these colors that are flashing at you through cartoons or through movies or through advertisements. Uh, you start to notice, hey, wow, that maple tree that I'm looking at right now, there's a lot of different hues and saturations of green that are in there it was actually part of a very interesting conversation a couple of days ago where they're actually talking about some of the people who still live a traditional or ancestral or nomadic life way uh, how without the constraints of language or modern language that are put on it that they can read the landscape in a totally different way than most people who are Western socialized can in terms of knowing where water is going to be, in terms of knowing where animals might be or not be, simply by looking at what to me would appear to be, you know, hey, it's it's savanna grass, perhaps, but uh, 
to a, a trained eye that had grown up with that, that had been immersed in that landscape, um, been out in nature, been disconnected from many of the Western things that we have, um, you can read that and say, hey, wow, yeah, the animal is going to be there. The water will be in that direction. Uh, you can, it, it's really cool. It was a really fascinating conversation. I need to read up a, a lot more on that. But, you know, when we think of, hey, if we're disconnecting from the city, uh, the city, um, you know, good gravy. Now there's a whole bunch of sirens going off, just as I was going to say, there's sirens, there's strobe lights, there's flashing lights, there's things to get you to switch. Um, you don't see those when you're out backpacking or generally when you're out in a campground, you, you see the stars, you see the pink sky, you see the orange and purple sunsets, you see the different colors of gray, uh, indicating that those clouds might rain over there. You see the crows flying overhead and the geese, uh, you don't get those, those crazy colors that, um, show up on, on various screens. So it's, it's an interesting switch. And as well, when we're outside, you know, we see that beauty. We see, oh, as I mentioned, all the different colors, but we can hear the sounds of the geese flying by. We can hear the quiet in some ways. We can hear that perhaps silence is deafening, which is something I personally experienced a couple times being in really remote areas and especially going from fairly densely packed urban areas shortly before. Uh, it's quite the contrast, but at the same time, it's a different way of connecting with yourself. Um, and when when we are out, when we, we do separate ourselves from a screen for a day or um, even from an urban area for a day, uh, we are able to connect with our senses. And we can go at a, into a deeper level to to gather information from those different senses. You know, maybe you you go for a walk in the bush, and after half an hour, you just sit down and close your eyes and focus on your other senses that are going on. This can also be a great way to to reconnect to our gut and our intuition. Um, you know, when you're when you're out going for a walk, you're able to to get into your own your own thoughts and feelings about something. There's not uh, a voice on a screen uh, telling you what to think about something or how to interpret something or why this is the best or the worst of whatever or sharing a designed to be funny anecdote about uh, the latest and greatest singer, sports star, whatever whatever it may be. Um, you're able to just walk around and listen to, to what your senses, the information that you're gathering from your senses. Um, you know, I'm, I'm recording this outside right now so I can see, hey, it's pretty close to sunset. There's some pink sky. There's some gray sky. I can see the tree. It's probably about a quarter mile away, eighth of a mile away, we'll call it. Uh, I can see that uh, it's windier up at the top of the tree than the bottom of the tree. Um, this is all information I'm gathering. There's birds that are tripping. I can again hear a siren. Uh, I got a little crow flying overhead. But these are all things that I'm aware of in my just immediate environment before getting out somewhere else. So, you know, gather from your senses, uh, gather from your senses about something that you may be considering, whether it's a relationship, a, a life change, a job change, a relocation, I don't know well, what type of car you're going to buy, investing in something. Um, when we are disconnected, we can connect easier and more readily with our own gut feelings, our own intuition. And 
uh, I say this as a male that uh, that has been something that's really helped me to to reconnect with my intuition is spending time away from electronics and away from other voices and just checking in with my body. How does this idea feel in my body? Um, those physical and subtle senses. Whoa, when we are disconnected as well, uh, we have more space to, to connect with ourself. So kind of tying into our gut and our intuition, um, you know, the, the focus can be on you, you, the person having this experience, the soul, the spirit having this experience, walking around in the bush, walking around in the desert, going for a swim in the ocean. Uh, that is a place where you can connect and you can even connect to something greater than you. There's a ton of um, we'll call it spiritual value, religious value of being in the outdoors. I know plenty of people in my awareness who are members of Dirt Church or the mountains of my religion, whatever sort of frame you want to put onto it. But there, there's a lot to be said for that. And there's a lot to be said for having a disconnected space. When we are uh, outside disconnected, um, it may even be easier to see what's drawing your attention. So, you know, I did a quick little exercise, saw you what, what was in my awareness. Um, you notice I didn't focus at all on media sources. Um, you know, there, there's almost always something, whether you're driving by a billboard, whether you're driving by a big store with a giant logo on it of some multinational company that's out there or a local company that's out there. You know, there's, there's always something seeking your attention, seeking to get in. And we are able to disconnect from that when we are disconnected from media. You know, when, if you do get outside, you're disconnected, you're going for a walk, you're going for a run, you're camping, you're backpacking. Is it the trees that draw your attention? The ants, the birds, the sounds? the movement, um, things beneath the surface of the water, there, there, there's a lot that, that we can be aware of that ties us into something greater than ourselves. One of the big benefits as well of a disconnect is that uh, it can often in inspire us or uh, get us out the door, getting us into fresh air and uh, can often lend itself to a fresh perspective on things. That, that fresh perspective as well of, you know, our, our local neighborhood could be something, or it could be sim, sim, simple as the local neighborhood, or it could be something as uh, complex or larger scale as, you know, taking, taking that trip to Ye Yellowstone, you always wanted to, or Yosemite, or going backpacking, doing part of the Pacific Crest Trail, uh, going for a horseback ride. It's, you know, it's something that, that could happen. And it's through through that perspective, um, we're getting fresh air, we're getting more oxygen, we're getting more life force into ourselves. It can be easy to, to get stuck stuck in, in certain patterns and things when we are hyper-focused on screen time or on keeping up with the Joneses, keeping up with everyone else, uh, fear of missing out, fear of, of missing information, um, whatever it might be. There, there is a lot that uh, can be of benefit. I'm going to go and um, share a little bit more. Uh, I did talk about this in the episode about boss, one of the huge benefits for me. And if we, if we step out and take a look at a larger scale, we can really have some significant life changes um, in whatever capacity disconnect is. 
So uh, if you haven't listened to it, uh, I thought it was kind of cool talking about Boss. Um, there's another episode as well with uh, Eli, who is the executive director of the Boulder Outdoor Survival School. That came out about a month ago now. Um, but one of the big benefits for me and one of the things that was a, a big life change was spending 14 days out in nature uh sleeping on the ground, no electronics, no phones. Um, that was something that had a huge impact on my life. And it's taken a few years to think about it and journal and see the impact that that disconnection piece had for me. Uh, at the time I worked in a major urban area, I had a very demanding high stress job and getting out away from everything and knowing that the only way I'd be contacted is if something went horribly, horribly wrong and or there was a forest fire. Um, that was great. I had that full body reset. Uh, but on a larger scale, um, it was also a reset of my circadian rhythms. You know, we were not traveling with time pieces on us. So this is... Um, that was a really fascinating and, and great experience for me was, you know, hey, once it starts to get dark, your body naturally wants to go to bed. It starts to get cold, even in July in the desert. And then uh, once, it, once it starts to get light or the sun comes up, your body wakes up. So it was a great way to, to break out, to disconnect from some of those routines in the city where it can be easy to, to pop into, you know, that urban, urban lifestyle, uh, you know, go out go out during the week, you're, you're up late, you're using artificial lights, you're awakening yourself using stimulants like coffee, uh, tea, caffeine, whatever it might be, um, getting yourself through the day. But once you got out, out and away from all that for a few days, um, I noticed, hey, you know what? Like I'm sleeping better even though I'm sleeping on a pile of duff in the dirt with a wool blanket. I am sleeping better. Um, I am waking up more rested. Uh, and yeah, when it, when it gets light, I wake up. When it's dark, my body wants to go to bed. There's not wanting to prolong it or you know needing to, oh my gosh, at 10 o'clock, this show comes on, gotta watch it and see what the latest joke is. Um, you know, it was it was very much focused on appreciating what was all around us. So that was that was pretty cool. Um, huge, huge experience. And that that's something that can happen. Uh, even within with a few days on a camping trip or a backpacking trip is, you know, you, you get out there and then you start to notice, hey, wow, when I'm when I'm outdoors, uh, yeah, I, I, I wake up when it starts to get light. I want to fall asleep or go to bed when it starts to get dark because we are so much more in tune and in touch with our environment. So wanted to share that as a as a big benefit, too, of disconnecting from media is uh, I don't find myself staying up late at night checking in on things or seeing who went where to do what um again not that that's a, a bad thing um but it's something that definitely i spent more time than i thought i would scrolling through endless screens and uh, i have that time uh to rest relax rejuvenate uh learn record this podcast even holy hallelujah it is 9 1 p.m as i'm <laughs> i'm recording this and i don't need a headlamp we are up here uh, on the wet coast of Canada, near uh, the 49th parallel. So uh, it's yeah, it's it's still light enough to see almost till 10 o'clock without any type of lighting device, which is great. Um, now the converse being, hey, it's going to be going to be dark at about 4 p.m. once it gets to be December. 
but uh that's how it goes um you know so just getting the body re in touch with those rhythms can happen when you when you are disconnected and you're out in nature so there you have it all right wow that went a bit longer than i had anticipated it would uh, but those are just a few of the things that I've noticed from disconnecting, whether it's from social media, from media sources in general, or from uh, the urban environment. Um, you know, there's there's always a lot in any of those things that are looking to to grab your attention. A lot of noise going on, a lot of chaos, a lot of a lot of frenzy. And uh, whether it's hey, you take you decide, hey, you know what? I'm going to try it. I'm going to take my lunch break, leave my phone. Go for a walk around the block. Go for a walk to the local park. Um, go sit and meditate in the grass or sit and journal in the grass. Um, that is fantastic. That's just a way to, to just physically separate yourself from things for a while and uh, maybe notice what's around you in the local area. I know, thought I knew this area reasonably well, but it's been over the past few months where I've discovered a lot more parks. I've discovered a lot more wildlife in the area i've discovered and noticed and observed some of the different routines uh seen how much just a little bit like a month of warmer weather and longer sunlight has had on on the vegetation around and that's something that i would not have noticed had i been you know still been uh in that mindset uh say february 20 february 2020 of you know working one day off doing all that or even way back before boss you know go 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 and uh there's a lot more to, to see and appreciate so maybe we'll wrap it up on that note um when you do disconnect you're able to you have the time and space to get outside and notice and appreciate maybe have gratitude for those flowers growing in the neighbor's yard uh that the display of flowers or trees or landscaping, you know, in the in the city park, uh, in the state park, national park, uh, wilderness area, whatever whatever it might be, uh, there's a lot of stuff we can look around and see in nature to be grateful for, and even some of those simple things like fresh air, blue sky, sunshine on our on our faces, sending out the vitamin D. There's uh, there's a lot, a lot going on. So, all right, friends, I'm going to wrap it up there. Have yourself a wonderful day. Thank you so much for staying with me. And uh, we will catch you on the flip-flop on the next episode of the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. Adios, amigos y amigas. All righty then. That is the end of today's episode. Thank you very much for joining me, friends. I appreciate you spending part of your day with me. I hope you get a chance to go outside and breathe in some fresh air, or that you've already been outside and perhaps you're even listening to this at the end of an incredible adventure. If you get a chance, it would be wonderful if you could leave a review at the podcast hosting platform that you found this on, whether that's Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, a whole bunch of other things. Drop a review. That is fantastic. It helps spread the word, share the benefits of nature, and share some of these inspiring and empowering stories of what we can all do when we put our minds toward it. Spring is in the process of springing here where I am. I hope that things are starting to look oh, look brighter, smell sweeter, uh, get warmer wherever you are, and we will catch you next week for another episode. Mm-hmm.